When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down? Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Yes, the OG version of Write That Down Here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd, where we make fools of ourselves mm-hmm. by putting statistics next to our predictions, which are more wrong than right on a weekly basis here. When are you going to admit it, Judd? Admit that you were wrong. Yeah, well, twice on Wednesdays. At wrong. least twice on wrong. Wednesdays. Wrong. And maybe more often. Who knows? Wrong. Yeah, we have explored adding like team-centric editions of this, of this, like twins and in the past and flagrant howls, but might be oversaturating the brand if we have like six different versions of write that down floating out there. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And then if if we if we put in like a Wolves of Twins or a Wild one, what would be left for this one? Just the more OG. Twins, Wolves, Wild Vikings, I guess. The OG, the OG needs to be fed. Slim pickings. So uh, here's how it works. If you're if you're new to the show here, three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Those are the rules. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app like Stuart did. He's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, hey, coming up in a couple of weeks, the Minnesota Golf Show, the 2024 Minnesota Golf Show, is February 9th through the 11th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. You get free lessons from a PGA teaching professional, try out the newest equipment for 2024, and maybe most importantly, you can watch us do a live podcast on Saturday, February 10th. The schedule and more information is at mngolfshow.com. Tickets for Score North listeners are just $5 to get into the Minnesota Golf Show. Come hang out with us. Use the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, to get those $5 tickets at mngolfshow.com. Again, uh, Saturday, February 10th is the day that we will be there in the afternoon. I think it's like 
the schedule's on the website. I think it's middle of the day, mngolfshow.com. I might, uh, I'm in the market for new putt cover. I, I, in classic Dex Tweets fashion, I might even buy a few of them because I left my putter cover on like the third round of the year last year on some green and never got it back. So I'm in the market for new putter cover. I'm going to be on the lookout for that at the golf show. See, that's why I don't have a putter cover because like, it's I will like lose sunglasses. It. Yep. I'm going to lose two pair a year. Like, yep. It's not even. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it happens though. You don't want your putter to get cold. But you don't, though, yeah, you don't, want to be cold. you don't want to be banging against things either. You know, it's it's a whole, you know, because that's preventing me from making putts is that putter, you know, Correct. moving all over the day. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So, okay, let's uh, let's get to the accountability session here. Starting with Judd. We have three weeks left in the write that down season. So Judd's had a pretty sizable lead in the OG version of these predictions. Over on Purple Daily, it's anyone's race. Judd, you said... Like a week ago, you said Joey Gallo would not be on a big league roster by by opening day, you said. Mm-hmm. And if that phrasing is correct, then this is incorrect because he is on a roster, a major league roster, after signing a $5 million deal with the Nationals. Good luck to the Nationals on that one. I was curious how we we're going to phrase this, but the by is we were, we're correct here because I was thinking, well, maybe what if he doesn't make spring training, but. He wasn't. But he's he was signed to a major league contract. contract. Yep. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. That's correct. It is off the board. Just like much like a Joey Gallo at bat. This is a this is a miss. Just a quick just a quick strikeout yeah, there. Right. Yeah, Sorry, but Judd, you don't want to strike out. Throw shade there. Strike out. It's 2024. You just walk back to the dugout and plan and plan to go out for a couple of drinks and a steak after the game. <laughs> Put some seeds no in. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, you said the Wolves would win all four games in the last week. Oh. Nope. <laughs> oh, not do that. You said Miguel Sano's next stop will be in the Kansas City Royals organization. He signed a minor league deal with the Angels Angels organization. Right. But, but I do have a pending prediction that Sano, I think, was going to be on an opening day roster or something along those lines. And we so can, we can check. We can verify. You have I am, a lot of Sano predictions. I am hoping that that one will now help me in the 2024 campaign. Let me control F Sano here All in our right. document. You've got, uh, let's see, you've got the one that just came off the board. Yeah, this one's pretty recent too. I don't know. And then I've got, then I've got him. I had one where he was going to hit 25 home runs in non-major league games. Okay. Oh, you've got, yeah, you've got one from two weeks ago where he's on, he's on a 40 man roster at some point, but he's not yep. on a 40 man right now. Or he was a minor league contract, yeah. right? right. Yep. So he's going to have to be slapped onto the mm-hmm. 40 man. But with the Angels. I got a real chance. You do. Slim pickings you there. Do. Yep. Yeah, they're trying to replace a lot of home runs. Not yeah. sure if you saw the news, but uh, they lost Shohei Otani. Yeah, poor Mike Trout. Oh, my God. You did disrespectfully say Joe Maurer would get at least 45% hey. or more of the votes on his first time on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got he got in. Okay, four I, votes. I had two atrocious beats in Timberwolves predictions here. One of them that comes off the board. I said the Wolves would lose to one of these two bad teams by this last week's write that down, the Blazers or the Pistons. I could have included Charlotte on that list. I don't know why I didn't include Charlotte. I just didn't include Charlotte. It happens. Them's the breaks. And then I said... (laughs) Anthony Edwards would score 40 points in the first three quarters of a game by the end of the write that down season. I picked the wrong Timberwolves. Wrong guy. Yeah. 
still on the board. It stays on the board. Still on the board. Come on. Don't get down. Listeners, Matt and Lynn came on and said very specifically, Joe Maurer would be inducted into the Hall of Fame at a percentage between 76 and 79.5%. This is because Matt... (laughs) Matt got the home run on the guards. They're two for three and with two home runs on their predictions. Wow, dude. That's one of the best, already best, just singular guest appearances I think we've ever had. Yeah. That's mom and son, right? Mom and son. Yeah. yeah I went to high school with Matt. You know what this means? Always, you know, mom, mom knows best. That's what this means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, Lynn was, I think this was Lynn's prediction specifically. 76 yeah. to 79.5%. 76%. And then Declan, pretty good week. We'll start with the bad here. You said the Wolves would beat the Pistons by at least 20. They played with their food in that game. They did win it. You said Josh Hader would sign with a National League team unless the Astros move back to the National League. How about that? The Astros are like, you know, let's just add Josh Hader to our bullpen. Yeah, if you're, granted, most teams are in trouble when you're going into the eighth inning and if you have a lead, but you are now going against Josh Hader and Ryan Presley in the eighth and ninth inning. Good luck. That's a problem. Good luck. Yeah, and then the Brewers signed uh, Reese Hoskins yesterday to it. Was yep. it like two years, thirty some million dollars? Yeah. Yep, pretty yeah. reasonable yeah. contract. Yeah. Fun to have yeah. on this. Not team. for the Twins, it wasn't. Yeah. The Twins said no, thank you. Alex Kirloff can't feel the ball. <laughs> What's that, Declan? I'm sorry. Uh, I nothing. Hear you. What? Nothing. I just gotta put that glove down, scoop yeah. that ball before it uh, goes down the right field line for a couple runs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that novel you've been working on there, yeah, Alex? Novel? Yeah, the projections on Fangraphs say you have a top five offense. And a top five pitching staff? And a top five bullpen? A, Why do you make more auditions? He's got a nice beard now, though. He's got a nice beard he's grown. And the, he has an off-season beard going? He's got an off-season beard. It looks good. He looks older because he, he or it looks like he's like 12. Are we still doing the Twins Caravan where we go yeah, around the yeah. state? Or Yep. It's on mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Where they, they drive around to Brainerd and different Cloud in a, in a bus. Yeah. 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 Um, we will get at least three members inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, nice. Declan said correctly. Although I think people thought it was going to be Billy Wagner instead of Joe Maurer, right? Um, like Hel- Helton and Beltre were kind of on track. Beltre then... was the lock for me. I think Helton was was more of the secure, and I guess the third was kind of just, yeah, up for grabs between Wagner, Maurer, and I, I didn't expect Chef to get in, but um, and he should be in. Honestly, Andrew Jones is the biggest snub. I, I do not understand how that dude's not in the Hall of Fame. Really good player. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah, he probably should be in. Should you, be. And then you said Joe Maurer would get at least 65% of the vote. So you both had disrespected Joe Maurer there. So right now, Judd, three weeks to go, 329 batting average with a 283 Declan. Listeners at 269. I'm at 263. Uh, listeners leading with 13 home runs. I have 11. Judd with 10. Declan with nine home runs so far with just a few weeks ago, like I said. So there we go. Those are the season stats. I'll get to the career stats, too, because Declan is celebrating his 200th career hit. Thank you. write that down. Thank you. Nice job, dude. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. And, you know, it's been an up-and-down year for old Dex tweets. Willie Keeler. A lot of hits. Yeah. Choke up on that bat. Choke up on the bat here and, you know, get some actual knocks. That's nice. I think I... Maybe had two hits in my Little League career. So the fact I've gotten 200 on Write That Down feels pretty damn good. No, I had more than two, but probably less than ten. I had one hit. I had one hit. (laughs) Do you remember your one hit in youth baseball? Yeah. Yeah, I closed my eyes. Everyone remembers their first hit. Low pitch, grounded through shortstop. And and to to go back to um, our our conversation about parents not being at games, (laughs) in this this 
situation, my old man didn't come. Like he was net, he oh, was not there. But my mom was at all of my games. She went to pick up my dad at the airport, and I got that hit again. Proving <laughs> pressure was off without my mom there. I need. I I would pay so much money for Judd to unpack some of this with like like oh, we should Therapist, do like a like an help. actual therapy session with Judd yeah. on the on the show. We should crazy. all do that, quite frankly. Yeah, probably could. Um, yeah. So uh, Declan leads the batting average race, 359. Judd leads with the overall hit total, 306. Listeners lead the overall home run total with 55. So let's, okay, let's get Stuart in here. He's our guest listener predictor. Stuart, what's going on, man? When did when did you first become a suffering Minnesota sports fan? Um, back in 2017, when... Uh, Buddy had got me to start paying attention to the Vikings and um, only listened on the basically paid attention via stat casts. Basically, I just watched the game progress on my phone. My favorite one was uh, uh, the Minneapolis Miracle. I'm just following on my phone, watching a movie with my uh, wife, then girlfriend. And it's like, oh, the game's over. I'm just going to pay attention to the movie now. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I close my phone, I hear loud cheering from the next round. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Hold up awesome. my phone. I'm like, really? And, and so you, so 2017, so you, you're only like six years into this thing. As a, this is, this is, this is, do why, not make right that here. poor child a Minnesota sports fan. Whatever you do. Oh, oh you don't want to like the twins and there Vikings, do you? <laughs> Who do, we have here? Who do we have here? Who's your mini me? This is Kelly. Oh, see, look at that. Is this is this is the comfort seat? See, see Judd, the, the comfort yeah. of a parent. Oh, no, parents nurturing. Are, parents someone. are important. They just don't need to be at all your games. Oh, parents are very important. I'm not. I'm not disparaging. <laughs> parents are important. They just don't need to be there for. They just don't need to be there all about. the time. Look at look at Kelton. Kelton's like, I do not want to be a Vikings fan. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Give me away. So we're going to start with Stuart, go over to Judd, Declan, and then uh, back to me. Three trips around the room. The predictions must be quantifiable. Those are the only rules. So, Stuart, you guys can make your first prediction there, Stuart. All right. So my my first prediction, I explained how I became a Vikings fan in 2017, but something else also happened in 2017. The Browns went 0-16 after going 1-15. Do you remember um, Bud Light had that? those locked fridges mm-hmm. in their stadiums, like to be opened after the Browns first win. Mm-hmm. Well, I took pity on them and I was like, I'll oh, cheer for the Browns out of pity. And that next draft, they drafted Baker Mayfield first overall. Yeah. And I have no explanation, no logical reason for this, but I decided I'm going to follow Baker Mayfield and just blindly cheer him on for no good reason. I know what he's doing here. <laughs> this is great. So to support Baker Mayfield, I'm going to predict Baker Mayfield will sign a contract lasting three or more years. Okay, I thought I thought you were sending him here because yeah, he's a free too. agent. No. <laughs> Kirk's a free agent. Yeah. Nope. Okay. That we'll would, sign that a would contract perfectly three marry. Or more years. Three or more years. Wow. Okay. Write this down. He's probably earned that, like three years, oh. ninety million, something he's like gonna, that. Yeah, he's gonna get paid. Yeah. So okay, uh, back over to Judd here. All right. You can write this down. The Timberwolves will acquire a guard currently on an NBA roster before the trade deadline. So the Timberwolves are going to make a trade. They're going to acquire a guard, or I, I should say acquire. The Timberwolves are going to acquire, that's the most important thing, a guard currently on an NBA team before the deadline. 
So they're going to make a trade. Well, most likely off the record, yes, they absolutely are. But I'm just saying if case something weird happens and they end up signing a guy who's currently on a roster, but yeah. Here's where you could hilariously get burned because uh-huh. you are saying currently. So if there's some random free agent that's out there right now. Oh, yeah, then I'm – yeah. That, like, yeah. isn't currently on an NBA roster that the Wolves yeah, bring I'm in by the trade. Yeah, I'm to take that chair. Okay. Like yeah, Ricky I Rubio. Feel, is, he on a, yeah. is he technically on a roster? No, he's not. And I feel like that would be such a shrug. And <laughs> I, I'm, going, I'm going for an impact acquisition. Got so, it. okay. Well, no, I think – there's other scenarios that could be interesting here, but sure. we'll, we'll figure those out. I mean, out if later. they go to Turkey and sign a guy, then I'm going to get burned by it. If they go to Russia and sign a guy, I'm going to get burned by it. So, oh, sorry, what's the phrasing of the prediction again? Just so I can. The Timberwolves will acquire a guard currently on an NBA roster okay. before the trade deadline. So, currently, right now, yeah, or currently yes. when the transaction currently. is made? January 24th. Currently, right, right now. now. Okay. Right now, I have it in the. I, have it I mean, the I could get beat. Like, I could easily get right beat now. here. Right this second, not right an hour now. ago. Right now, no, no. Because I was gonna say if, uh, like, if the Hornets buy out Kyle Lowry tomorrow, and then he's no longer on an NBA roster, and the Wolves grab Kyle Lowry in the buyout market, but he's currently, on but an he's NBA currently roster. on the Hornets. That's why. Yes. Okay. Just clarifying. Okay, yep. Declan. All right. Uh, I'm going to live and die by these Royal Rumble. This is going to be the only thing that probably gets me close back in the batting race with only a few seasons left. So I'm going to stack some more Royal Rumble predictions and seeing what happens here. So write this down. My first of two more Royal Rumble predictions. The great one, The Rock, will participate in the men's Royal Rumble match. Whoa. He won't just show up in some... He will participate in the Royal Rumble. Rumble okay. match. Let's unpack the word participate. So he'll be one of the 30 entrants or he'll inter could he what if he interferes in some form? Mm, he'll be No, I want him to be in one the of, Rumble or he'll be, be in, involved. In the, yeah, I, I love that you're helping me out here in the phrasing, but I am I want this in the match. He's going to be one of the 30 entrants in the men's Royal Rumble. He will participate in the men's Royal Rumble match. Wow. Man, they're, they're, they're cooking right now. They are cooking. They're I, cooking right this now. weekend is a, is a couch. This is probably one of the best couch weekends of, of sports I've ever experienced. Got Royal Rumble. You got the championship games on Sunday. I am what not if the moving. gal says, hey, Declan, let, let's go nope. do something? Nope. Not moving. Wedding's what, off. Yep. Sorry. What if, yep. she says nope. the wedding, what if she says the wedding is off unless you go do something with Well, me? I have to see CM Punk or Cody Rhodes win this match. So, honey, we'll, we'll figure that out down the line. So, that's, that's fine. I'm watching this match. Not and moving. then she'll say, but you know it's all scripted. It's all fake, right? She knows she knows wrestling. She's That's good great. At wrestling. You know what you know what else is fake and scripted? Succession yeah. and Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah. I would, and I don't watch those shows. She's a big Law and Order fan. I, so I, I watch real NBA. Right the NBA is scripted. Law and Order is not scripted. Don't, those are real life things. <laughs> real life. <laughs> That's a documentary. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know. <laughs> okay, write this down. The Timberwolves are gonna bounce. I, I'm not I am not convinced that the Timberwolves ship is sinking after what we've seen the last couple weeks. They will learn from what's happened and write this down. The Timberwolves will win Mike Conley's next game. Whenever he plays next, I think it was just taking a night off. They will win his next game by at least 10 points. Okay. Write it down. Okay. Yeah, he's got a hamstring problem. Yep. So I, he might sit but for I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And they've got, let's see, let's just pull up their little. Yeah. It's interesting upcoming. that people think they're cooked. Or, or that's it, it, a small how, faction. How far we've come in that, like, 
the Timberwolves losing back-to-back games, and this also happened a month ago because it's only the second time they've lost back-to-back games, and we're like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. It was bad. It was bad. It was selfish. It was, as Chris Finch said, it was disgusting. It was immature. It was yeah. all those things. Yeah. It also wasn't the end of their their time here they've toward had, the top of the Western Conference. They have now had this season two awful defeats, right? The Hawks loss and this loss. Two. These are the yeah. Timberwolves we're talking about. Going into the game, too. I would say circumstances within the game, I would put the Boston loss when you're up by nine, oh, even though sure. you had but guys just, missing. But but they actually cared about, like, it, the Boston game, they were engaged in it. They sort of melted down. Yep. The Hawks loss and this loss against Charlotte were just bad. Yep, those are the two, like, going into the game and then yep. the result, embarrassing. Yep. Down. I'm not giving up. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, Stuart, we're back to Stuart here. All right, this prediction is for you, Mackie. Let's go. So, the following NFL players by week two kickoff of the 2024 season will have new contracts with the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson, Christian Derisaw, Daniil Hunter, Ah. and Kirk Cousins. Oh, you're going, oh, you're going all four. All four. Okay, off the record, what do you think? What do you think the contract for Kirk looks like? I have no idea. I don't do much. You're not dabbling in contracts. Okay, five no, years. Don't do much with the cap. I don't understand years. it. Hundred years. Lifetime. <laughs> no, I I still want them to draft a QB. Um, I don't like the idea. I've never liked the idea of drafting a rookie QB and then throwing him into the into the fire. I didn't like it when the Bengals did it. I didn't like when the Cardinals did it or when the Chargers did it. Get a rookie QB, let him sit behind a year or two, like Jordan Love or Patrick Mahomes, let them learn from someone experienced, and then see what they can do. That used to be the standard, if I remember correctly. Yep, and and I agree. They should do 100% that with Ryan Tannehill on a one-year contract (laughs) that doesn't hamstring your salary cap situation. Uh, no, I think the uh, I think the Wilfs. I could very easily see them coming. It's like, hey, last year was all injuries. Let's run it back. Oh yeah, bring the band oh, back yeah. together and do it all oh, again. You're... I could very much see the Wilfs doing that. Absolutely, 100%. you're singing a familiar tune. Is what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. they love to play the hits over there at TCOPC. All right, Judd, what's your second prediction? All right, Joe Mauer's Hall of Fame speech will include. Mention, Speaking of playing the hit, this is great. Mentions of the following. Paul Molitor, Jack Morris, Dave Winfield, Jim Tomey, Ron Gardenhire, Justin Morneau, and Johan Santana. Oh, that's okay. Santana's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when I was driving home from the wild game last night, they, they were replaying interview on MLB Network Radio on Sirius that they had done with Santana talking about Joe. And I think he's going to now now if Joe 
if Joe was a little bit more um, um, emotive about things, which he's not off the record, I would say that he would make a, a mention of Johan perhaps belonging in the Hall of Fame. That's off the record. It is the most overlooked player of the last 20 years. Like to the not even he, get a second year on the yeah, ballot. That, exactly. He was the best pitcher Tory, in baseball for like five years. Torrey Hunter, God bless him. Really, really good player. Stayed on the ballot. Like mm-hmm. that's, it's 5%. It's insane that Johan, yeah, people, people just forgot. And and I, I blame the, the year that Bartolo Colon inexplicably won a Cy Young award because he had 20 wins. Johan had like 16 wins, but dominated all the other stat categories. And that would have been three consecutive Cy Youngs. I think that gets him into the Hall of Fame. Three straight Cy Youngs dominating for like eight years. Interesting. Sandy Koufax. Now, Koufax won. Koufax did it in the World Series. Right. I think he has two rings. Johan deserves to stay on the ballot for for a while. And Judd, this is his speech at Cooperstown, right? Not at Target Field? Correct. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, his Hall of Fame speech as, as he's tearing up and crying. And the hanky is out. And there's nothing wrong with that. Men cry. He, he should wipe his tears with a Homer hanky. Write this down. That would be great. Great touch. Ooh, that's a good marketing idea. Dex? All right, second, last, second and last Royal Rumble prediction that I'm stacking here. Ding dong. Hello. Bailey wins the women's Royal Rumble match. Okay. Bailey. Judd, what do you think about that? We think about Bailey. You might as well shot? have made this prediction in French. I have no idea what he just said. But, you know, well, what about, well, I mean, Bailey, but, you know, uh, like Becky Lynch, you Becky. know, is a top contender, uh, too. I, I can know. see both them probably squaring off as the last two. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's great you made that prediction. They're going to make, they're going to break up you damage you control. Down. It's great. You Love do what you. they're doing. Okay, write this down. <sighs> Stefan Diggs will not be a Buffalo Bill for the 2024 That's season. That's you know, actually, you know what? No, I'll stick with that one. I was gonna go like a like Stefan Diggs cryptic social media post, but he always does that. So I'll just flat out say it. When when week one of the 2024 NFL season starts, Stefan Diggs will not be a Buffalo Bill anymore. I think there's there's enough crap behind the scenes the last couple of years. It doesn't feel like you can just run this thing back. And the Bills have cap problems too. Yeah. Could they ship him out for a draft pick? You know, maybe a first round pick somewhere. And is he still a ship him to the Chiefs? How about that, dude? The, could you but, imagine I mean, the Chiefs with Diggs Rice? Have now the that, Bills have the Bills do to Diggs what the Vikings did to him, draft him out for a first round. <laughs> yeah. Go get your Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what Diggs like if, if you put Diggs on mo- most teams now, I'm not saying he's not productive and not good, but I don't think he is I don't think he's worth the pain in the ass that, that he's become, and he probably was two years ago. But I don't think he's a pain in the ass when he first gets somewhere. You know, like the first, I think first couple of years, it would be more of a question of he's getting a little older. He's certainly not. I, I don't think you're putting him on the same level you did right. maybe two, three years ago as right. elite of the elite receivers. But I, however it happens, right. I could see, uh, and I don't know if the Bills and the Chiefs would even do business with each other in a trade because they're, you know, fighting each other for playoff position. But write this down. We'll see. Uh, Stuart, what's your third and final prediction? All right, so before I get to my third and final prediction, I want to do my shout-outs because that will lead into my final prediction here. Sure, yeah. So first going to shout-out um, all of the sports content or sports media that I consume, starting with Score North, Purple Daily, Judd's Hockey Show, Flagrant Howl's Twin Show. Um, moving on from there, there's uh, 
on YouTube, Urinating Train. Does great NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB coverage. Does entire season recaps. Does historical recaps as well. So if you're new to a sport like I am, you can learn about histories. Um, there's also Brandon Perna of That's Good Sports. He's a Broncos fan in Denver. And he makes great comedic coverage of the NFL. Um, my favorite is his power ranking because they barely make any sense. And uh, <laughs> if you're sick and tired of, oh, power rankings are all the same, go watch his. You'll, you'll, you'll have a good laugh there. Plus, he spins a curse wheel to see who his top 10 teams get cursed that week. Love it. Um, and finally, um, I'm going to shout out someone who has been on this show before as a, members of, as a member of Packers Ventline. Tom Grassi of Packhouse the Podcast. <laughs> Tom Grassi is hilarious, hundred percent. He yeah. he does great charity work. He does amazing stuff. He this past off season he did thirty and thirty, where he raised where he went to every single NFL stadium in thirty days. He raised over five hundred thousand dollars for St. Jude. Um, he live streams uh, watch alongs of every single primetime football game. I love watching him just to get even more angry at the Packers. Um, Brandon Prentice said his best. You know how long the Packers were questionable or nervous about their QB? Half a season. Yeah, exactly. Half a season. That's sure a crazy fun. thing. <laughs> but it was sure fun to say that they were in big trouble, wasn't it? God, literally since 1992, they've spent a half a season wondering about their quarterback. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, Tom Grossi, with all his amazing stuff, is the Packers fan of the year. And he's going at the NHL honors. He's going to be competing against uh, fan of the years from every single fan base. So here's my prediction. Tom Grossi will win NFL fan of the year. Wow. Okay. That'll be some good, some good content on the old YouTube oh, yeah. channel for, for Tom Grossi. I like it. Stuart, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. Have nice work with day, your gentlemen. prediction. All right, take care, Stuart. Uh, pretty new to being a Minnesota sports fan, 2017. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like if we check back in with Stuart in eight to ten years, he's going to have like a full gray beard and like ah, I've been what? through a lot as a Minnesota and that poor, sports fan. I, I feel for the poor kid. Like if that poor kid has to be, you know, raised forcing your children into Minnesota Vikings sports fan. fandom. Yeah, just, like the crying makes perfect sense because the kid's like, I know what's ahead of me. <laughs> just nothing but heartbreak and bad and really just gut-wrenching defeats. Yep, if we all could have known. If we all could have known. Hey, before we get to our three final predictions, let's tell the audience how they can get in the best shape of their lives, change their lives by losing weight, Judd. That, that would be through uh, exactly what Sports Dad did there. If you're watching this guy on the left, guy on the right, yeah, it's the same guy. What's the difference? Down 40 pounds, thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, who uh, not only are going to help you lose the weight, but they're going to help you keep the weight off. And that's the most important thing. And if you join right now, wow, have I got an offer for you. Three months for free. That's right, your first three months for free. Imagine spring hits. You've had three months for free. All those clothes that don't fit now fit. You're feeling great, and you are ready for spring. And also, uh, the introduction of their new, brand new medical weight loss option. This could be a game changer for a lot of folks because it helps to suppress many of the cravings that make weight loss so difficult. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. All right, boys. Write it down. You like writing things down. Our last predictions here, Judd. Fire away. 
Okay, uh, the Wild has two more games left. They play tomorrow and Saturday at home before their 10-day break, which is a result of the bye week and the all-star break. The bye week's one of the stupidest things. I can't stand it. I hope they all enjoy Cabo. Um, just unbelievable. Anyway, write this down. That that was a aside. Mm-hmm. Write this down. Kirill Kaprizov will score at least two goals in the next two games. Now, those games are against Nashville and the Ducks. Uh, of course, this could be two goals in one of the games. This could be a goal in each game, but at least two goals in the next two games before that break. And just for a point of reference, I'm going out in a little bit of a limb here because last night against the Capitals, he didn't even have a shot on goal. Mm. The Wild won. Alex Ovechkin, by the way, just cooked. God, yeah, it's he is sad. Viol- it's too bad. It's he too is bad. violating the Zolgadian rule, and he's not going to go away. He needs 60-some-odd goals. Yeah, to he's get trying to get the goal record. Yeah, how, how and how old is he now? 38. 38? 38, God, and he bad, is man. slow, and he looks beat up, and I don't think he's hurt. I just think he's old. Yeah, it's tough, man. He's uh, He probably, because his personality was never like face of the league personality, too, and he kind of mirrored Sidney Crosby's career, so I, I don't think he's ever going to be maybe looked at as, he's, he's probably always going to be a little bit uh, overshadowed by a couple other guys in his era, but now it's like, don't, don't let this be what you're remembered for. But he's going to, but you he know? gets, you know, but I, I think it's 64 goals or 65 goals and he becomes the all time leading goal scorer in the history of the league. So mm-hmm. he ain't going away. He's, he's going to get like that hell. record. Yeah. He's going to try. Like but hell. I mean, he's going to be 52 and it's just going to be painful. And I'm yeah, just well, so like, what, like what, ha- so he was, he Great scored luster. 50 and 42 goals the last two years. Like, what happened this offseason where he just can't score goals anymore? As Mike McDaniel, coach of the, the, the Dolphins, said, Father Time, I believe he said, is an SOB. Or no, a dick. He said, Father it's Time a is a dick. dick. <laughs> and that's what I, I really think that he plays a heavy game. Ovechkin does. And I think it's just caught up to him. Yeah. He always looks a little bit disheveled, too, doesn't he? You know, he's just kind of. Oh yeah, he does. He's had a gray beard for like twelve years. <laughs> yeah, and he and he can consume his beers too. Mm-hmm. All right, Declan, what is your final prediction? Write it down. All right, writing things down. I'm gonna go to the golf well. They didn't actually. Yeah, Phil Phil came off. My Will's out Taurus pick from a few weeks ago. That already came off the board. That didn't go well for me. But um, no, you got the Farmers Open uh, this week and a good field too. Like honestly, the first really good field of the of the PGA Tour this year. You got some good names here. Uh, Max Homa won it last year. And I want to make another prediction that's a little similar, but him beating some other favorites. So write this down. Max Homa will finish ahead of the following golfers at the Farmers Open. Xander Shifley, Patrick Cantley, Colin Morikawa. He'll have a better score than all three of those guys at the Farmers Open. Write it down. Joe, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think it's dead on. I think it's dead on. But who could have seen the amateur winning last weekend, you guys? How about that guy? So he doesn't get paid, right? Like, if you're no, an amateur, he's got to make you... a decision. No, he does not get paid. But he, then he, but he just, he just wasted like a. Ch- if he had just yeah. gone pro, then he would have won like well, a, over a million dollars in that tournament, right? Or so, two million. So he withdrew from this upcoming tournament because I think he's trying to decide now because he does not want to accidentally win again for nothing. Dude, like, yeah, what's the decision? And also, in the NIL era of college athletics, why can't you just make money playing? You know what I'm saying? Like, can't you play college golf over here if you want to, and then also play in a pro tournament? Like, why? Like, why are you even playing college golf? 
Yeah, just turn. I just pro. won a PGA t- tournament, dude. Just turn. What a gross underestimation of his talent. So this was a feel good story. Like everyone, you know, was like, "This is great," and Phil comes along and rightfully calls him out. Well, he's yeah. I mean, I, I would say the people around him are not advising him in the right way. If say it, if idiots. he's capable just of winning it. a PGA tournament, he's just a- use the word. You people are idiots. <laughs> I need to speak with his parents. Write this down. I need to speak with a manager of some kind. I feel like I should. I want to make a Royal Rumble prediction too, Dex, but I just have, to their credit, I have no clue at all whatsoever what's going to happen. Yeah. And I kind of feel like The Rock and Roman Reigns might not happen this year. I almost feel like it's more of a maybe a next year situation to play this thing out, the long Mm -hmm, game. mm -hmm. So I will say this. The Rock will not wrestle an official match in the WWE until after this year's WrestleMania. Okay. So that means no Royal Rumble, no WrestleMania. He will not wrestle an official match until after this year's WrestleMania. Okay. I th- I th- and I don't know. You tell me. It's it's we can't make really we can't turn wrestling predictions into home runs really. I, I don't think you can turn that one into a home run just cuz I mean he's not like build yeah. at all. Um Sure. But um, yeah, I, I can see that being a long-term thing, like a SummerSlam, right? Like maybe it's SummerSlam between Roman and The Rock, and that was also mm-hmm. everyone's initial fear was all oh, this Cody Rhodes thing is going to be shelved now for another year. No, 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 no. Like they they can keep they can keep this. No, no, they can keep this Rock thing and Roman going for a long time. They don't have to like yeah, kick it, it off. Tomorrow. Do it in a year. Yeah, do it in a year. That's what happened last time when it was like Rock and Cena. They literally planted the seed a year in advance. Right. So that's what's going to happen. So anyhow. There's uh, here's your predictions. I know Judd loves when we make golf and wrestling predictions. Write this down. Oh, I don't mind at all. What do, what do you mean? I don't care. It's great. Well, you just get like really quiet because you don't know what well, we're the, talking. Well, the wrestling, we're, like, no, speaking a different on language. the go- no on the golf predictions. I talk on wrestling. I do just hang back. I don't know enough about. Judd, you want to come over on Saturday? Watch World Rumble? No, with me? I don't. I have no interest. I've this is a Renaissance era for WWE right now. This it's is so that's, much fun, and that's awesome. And you know what? If you still lived. In the North Loop, I might actually, I might actually make the trip. You would have considered but it, I, but I ain't driving to Woodbury from St. Louis. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. There's a force field right past St. Paul, right past the Axel <laughs> Energy Center exit. There, Judd cannot, do not pass. Well, let's just say if I did, if I made that, that drive, I wouldn't drink beers, and what would be the point? Yeah, because don't forget buzz driving is drunk driving yes that's right yes, it is so we'll end the episode on that life advice from sports dad here <laughs> that write kids. that down wednesday minnesota sports the mackie and judd